0: Another episode of the Good Girl Great podcast. I'm Talia Toha. If you're new here, we talk all things personal development all the way to entrepreneurship, and we have a variety of people on the show, including TEDx speakers. Who are more seasoned in what they do, but also people who are just starting out in their career and in their business. That way you get kind of this rich variety of oh wow, these are what people are going through at this stage and that stage and the stage after. And what are some things that I can adopt and adapt, right? So that's really the goal of the podcast. And today at Growth Amplifiers, we usually cover specific topics that are slightly more technical and it can cover certain things that help you really grow what it is that you're doing. So today, this is so exciting because we are going to be covering where you can find people that you're looking to serve. So I get this question a lot from some of my students at goodgrowgreat.com, but also everywhere from around the world. And a lot of people are pinging me and going, Talia, where can I find my clients? Where can I find my audience? How can I, um, how can I find a place where they're at? Now, this is a little bit tricky, because I think a lot of people make the mistake of just going straight to certain platforms, and then assuming that they can find their people there. So I actually have certain uh, framework, and it really consists of three things, people, places, and things. And this is exactly in this order too, right? Um, So it's not things, places, and people. And I'll explain a little bit more about what I mean by this, but this framework is essentially coming from the game Twenty. questions. So 20 questions is a game here and at least in the US it's very popular. And uh, once we dive into the this episode, I'll explain to you exactly how the game works, and how this affects where you can find your audience, your people, and uh, clients and customers that you can serve. So without further ado, growth solvers, be sure to hit that follow subscribe button and collect or add if you're on Pandora or other platforms and uh, let's get to it. So the game Twenty Questions is really something that I was very surprised to have enjoyed because first, when someone told me, "Okay, this is a game where somebody asks, uh, somebody has a thought, right? They're thinking about something. They don't share what that thought is, um, and they usually think about either a person, a place, or um, or a thing, an object, and everyone else who's playing that game has to guess." Uh, has to guess what that pl- person, who that person is, uh, what the thing is, or what the object is, or where that place is. And so in order for them to guess that, they would ask up to 20 yes or no questions. And it's really just a yes or no question. And the person who is thinking about the person, place, or thing, they cannot give more than a yes or no question. So it's really tricky. So if you don't get um, all of your questions answered by after 20 questions, then uh, you lose the game. And if you haven't guessed the right object, the right place, or the right person, you would lose the entire game entirely which is kind of interesting because I think when I started playing the game, I was like, oh, this shouldn't be too hard. 20 questions seems like a lot, but not so much. Like people come up with the most creative things. They would come up with like, oh, you know, like, um, you know, dust. Dust is like a thing, you know, and you have to ask certain questions that will inform you and give you hints about dust, that that the answer is dust. And it's kind of tricky. So anyways, but this game, actually, what I took home from this is asking the right questions that would lead you to the right answer, right? And this is kind of difficult. I think most entrepreneurs who are just starting out, or maybe you guys are plateauing, and you're wanting to reach a certain level after, uh, after the, the plateau, Uh, Often, the question that we're asking is, Oh, how many followers do I need? What do you guys think about Facebook? What should I start? Um, You know, Instagram or all the, and while there's nothing wrong with those questions, those questions do not lead us into the path of really getting down to the real question, the real answer, right? And so if you happen to be a business owner, of course, what you're looking to do is you're looking to create an impact and really have this opportunity to serve other people while earning, right? Because you do need your business to run. So we need to ask ourselves the right questions. Now, when the question is asked, Talia, where do I find my people? This is really interesting because they're not everywhere, Yes, there are people who are in very different places and all of the places, but is it really the best use of your time? Now, for instance, somebody asked me the other day, somebody's like, well, should I start like a, you know, like a a LinkedIn account or whatever? And I'm like, are the question that I ask is, what are the people that you're serving in LinkedIn, right? Or on LinkedIn, I should say. And they couldn't answer that question. So until we can answer questions like that, the thing that we're doing, right, and the place, maybe that's LinkedIn, um, needs to come second. So really the order of priority that we need to think about is person, place, place. Or thing, right? Person first. You got to find. Um, you got to think and define who it is that you're looking to serve. if it, it is, is it nonprofit people, right? Nonprofit people, or is it um, you know for profit businesses, or is it uh, solopreneurs who are on their own and they happen to be in a creative space, or is it people who are working nine to five and looking for um, something else to do, like a hobby that they're and they need help to create, right? So you have. To define first, of course, people that you're serving. Once we define that, then we go and be as specific as possible because the more specific you are, the easier it is to find them. Because if you're just kind of keeping it dis- broad, not at all. It's kind of similar to this, actually, this podcast. While we can serve a lot of people, we're actually only serving um, you, a a person kind of like you who's also listening to this, and a handful others in very specific places, right? And so that's really the goal of defining who it is that you're looking to serve first. The mistake that I've seen a lot of people make is they actually go, no, you know what? I'm going to go to Facebook, and then I'm going to find XYZ people. Actually, it's quite the opposite. It is quite the opposite. It's kind of like, it's similar to, I guess, when you learn how to swim, you know, and I don't know if you guys are, who's listening are swimmers, but a lot of you guys might be. And I remember when I learned how to swim, I... Was uh, I was kind of thrown into the little kiddie pool that's a little bit shallower, which is great. Um, and I remember my teacher would uh, teach me how to kind of hold my breath, right? Hold my breath first, and and then weeks later, once I kind of figured out, okay, this is how I can hold my breath and how I can be comfortable underwater holding my breath, then only then did they start teaching me how to basically kick my legs, even though I've already known, I know how to kick my legs, right? Don't we all know intuitively how to kick our legs? Yes, of course, right? We can do it. But just because we can, it doesn't mean we should do it first. So what I took home from what my swim instructor taught me was, Yes, you can kick, but if you know how to hold your breath underwater first, and then you learn how to kick, you will become so much more well off, you will become so much a better swimmer, a more confident swimmer, less likely to drown, faster maybe even, right? Versus if they taught me just how to kick first, and then uh, the breathing comes like, 10, you know, 12 steps after I learned how to, how to kick, I might not have the same confidence that I do. Right. And now, I mean, of course, so thankful that I can, I get to scuba and snorkel and, and uh, in open water in the ocean. And so it really kind of all kind of came from the right order and asking the right questions first. And so when it comes to where do we find our audience? Where do you find the people that you're serving? Um, think about who they are first, because this is so important. If you can't define this, you might as not well define what you should be doing and where you should be going to, um, to serve people. So that's the first part, right? People first. So with the game of 20 questions, it's people or person place or things and it's exactly in that order that I wanna kinda highlight essentially this amazing technique that you can also apply to your business and to your work. So once you define and you know, okay, these are the people that I want to work with, it's, it's, you know, people who just graduated from college, for instance, and they're looking to move from one city to another looking for a job, and maybe looking for a places, a place to to rent, and you happen to be the expert in helping people find great deals on on rent, right? And that's your that's the specific people that you want to serve. That's amazing. Absolutely. Once you figure that out, then we can move on to places where where are these guys hanging out? Where are they congregating? So so important because it's not everywhere. The answer is not everywhere now i think i remember a very specific um, i was helping a a big company go from uh they basically they serve a specific i used to work with a lot of big restaurants and um, i remember they were concerned. They were concerned that their price point was too high, right? And they're like, wow, well, this tally, this might be too expensive. We don't know if we should charge this. We do get the occasional complaint here and there from people who think that this is too expensive. And the question is, okay, well, where are these people going? And is it the place that you want to serve, right? And so, because it's not the same, they're not not everybody, unless you're like an iPhone, right? Or even iPhone is not for everyone. Unless you're like, um, you know, just kind of you have really the the financial backing of those types of big names. That's usually not the approach. And really, when it comes to looking for where are these people hanging out? Where can I find them so that I can serve them in the best possible way? Usually the answer is not everywhere. So it takes a bit of research on your end to kind of go, oh, okay, huh, it turns out that using the example of, let's say, um, you know, newly grads who are looking to move um, or maybe even newlyweds who are looking to, um, you know, move somewhere and you happen to serve them in uh, a design capacity and you're offering like, oh, I'm a good interior design. I can help you guys design your space, et cetera, right? Where do they usually hang out? Is it at schools, right? Is it, um, you know, where are they usually hanging out in breakfast places, Um, online, for instance, are they more on LinkedIn? Are they more on this blog? Are they at that magazine? So you have to be able to narrow down where those people are going. And it does take a bit of research, at least a couple hours. I wanna say that if you haven't found them within a day or two, like you haven't really found the place where they're hanging out, it might be that your definition of who you're serving is not quite as crisp and clear as it should be. Now, I'm going to break this down for for everyone who's listening just for a little bit, because when you are defining who you're looking to serve, usually people go, oh, it's, you know, uh, you know, whatever, 25 to 30 year old male, and they are, you know, they live in big cities, and they blah, blah, blah. That's not a bad place to start. But try to keep going a little bit further down the line. 25 to 35 year old male in big cities who are looking for, and you fill in the blank, who are looking for whatever, right? Maybe they're looking for uh, a place to hang out after work. And, um, and they are looking to Uh, Advance their career. And they are also looking to, perhaps you're a dating coach, right? They are looking to connect with people without spending too much time and wasting too much time, right? It has to be specific. Um, And the more you add adjectives, superlatives to those people that you're looking to serve, the better. And so once you kind of define them clearer and crisper, expand upon it, then the where, right, the place where you should be, um, you should kind of uh, look for them gets a little bit clearer. Are they in um, on on meetups? Right. Are they on meetups and they are hanging out on meetups and what kinds of meetup groups are they looking to to uh, to be a part of? And can you be a part of that same meetup group? Um, And um, and it's unlikely, for instance, that same group are at, um, you know, they're hanging out at uh, at a college fair. Right. It doesn't make sense. Or they're hanging out in, um, you know, community senior local senior housing. No, it doesn't make sense, right? So you, the more you expand upon it, the more uh, likely you'll find exactly where they're hanging out. And if you guys are listening to this and you go, your first thinking is to go to Facebook and just any group in Facebook, then I would say that we're already on the wrong path. <laughs> then that's that's usually not um, specific enough. So try to make it crisper, clearer, more defined. And the next step, the third step, right, that thing that you're going to be doing, the what and the how of what you're doing and how you're serving these people in these other specific spaces gets even clearer. But that has to come last Um, again i do want to remind everyone i've helped a lot of businesses dozens and hundreds um, over the course of the years and my initial reaction is a lot of people make the mistake of starting with this last step uh using that swimming analogy again if you don't learn how to breathe underwater first yes of course you can still survive But chances are, you're not going to be able to swim longer, far, you know, further distances, better, faster, maybe even, right? So what it is that you're want to offer them needs to come last. And I think if you guys have a little bit more experience with this, this this shouldn't be a surprise to you. But if you're new to this whole concept, this is a good way to remember it. Just a quick recap. It's person, place, or thing, right? That's kind of the top three um, in that specific order. You want to be looking for the people first, the place after that you after you define that, then you want to be looking for Where are they? And then after that, you want to be looking for, okay, what would they be needing? What is it that they're wanting? Right? That's all that's after all of those, right? And um, this is so true. I did remember, uh, I, uh, this is again, years ago, I remember there was a time when I had created something quick program. And, and I thought it was great. I thought it was it fits, you know, I I have somebody in mind, um, and a group of people in mine, but it wasn't specific enough. And it was because I didn't go through those three steps in those specific order that I got it all wrong. It was just crickets. Nobody cared for it. you know. <laughs> so so I want to encourage you guys to save time um, in the end by actually making time in the beginning to really define these three areas, right? Person, place, or thing. So save time in the end by making time in the beginning to define, define first your people and then their place, not your place, okay? This is another crucial point, not your place, not you per se. Yes, you can definitely go, oh, you know what, I only want to be on X, like I only want to be in this uh, platform or in this area or in these groups. Um, Sure, you can approach it from that way. But keep in mind that if you do it from your own perspective and not from the perspective of people that you're serving, it's a little bit more challenging to gain Traction, right, to improve. So, uh, I do wanted to kind of um, I share actually a good. This is a good story because the interesting part about this story was that I I was kind of on the outside looking in. I wasn't part of it. Again, I was advising this business who was essentially looking to expand. Right, they're looking to expand, and they have a pretty good offering. You know, they they have really all of the the bells and whistles. But they were they were a little bit infatuated by what everyone else is doing. Now they do they did have a competition. They had uh, people who are doing exactly the same thing as they did, and they wanted to be exactly where that group are already. Right. So, which is kind of tricky because if you're already you're going to where other people are already going then there's not really the the question is how can you be invaluable to those people right unless you're extremely different and your offering is extremely different from those other people it's very difficult then to up to find your audience because they already are and they're already an audience to this other group. So I think that's something that you have to keep in mind as you I think a lot of people often come to me and be like, Talia, I feel like everything is saturated. It's so hard to compete. There's so many people doing what I'm doing. But are they doing what you're doing in your specific way for the specific people that you're serving at specific places where you're serving them? right and if the answer to all of those is a yes then you need to expand upon that a little bit and really narrow that down even better because it's not very easy to narrow this thing down but once you do that you suddenly find the people that you're looking for because i i wanted to actually i remember there was a time when I was really surprised by uh, i remember after I shared in another episode that i was actually i jumped off of a waterfall in when I was on a trip somewhere and um, and it was a forty foot waterfall so it was it doesn't sound quite high, but when you 're up there you you suddenly realize. Oh, goodness, this is quite high. This is not at all low at all. And it was frightening, right? So anyways, I did jump and it was a whole experience. And you can look that up in my previous episodes. It's called jumping off a waterfall. But what I remember doing after, right after I jumped off of that waterfall was I was starving. I was so starving. I was so hungry. And there wasn't anyone, there's no restaurants. It was a little bit secluded. There's nothing absolutely nothing around, except for this one tiny little cute little hut. And they serve uh, noodle bowls. If you guys um, like noodle bowls or anything hot with soup, um, and anything carbohydrate related, you're it right. And, um, and I remember we're packing our stuff in the car, we were getting ready to go. And we were like, Oh, my goodness, we're so hungry, because we were in the water. And it was this whole adrenaline rush. So where can we eat in the next, you know, big town is not another like 30, 40 minutes. And by the time we order, right, we were starting to get exasperated, because we were so hungry. But then as we get into our car, we notice there's this little hut just just kind of a little bit down the road a little bit. And we were like, huh, I wonder if they're serving something. So we kind of took our car there. We drove there a little bit. And we saw that they serve a noodle bowl, right? Oh, my gosh. And I was like, okay, well maybe it's something we want to do you know cuz with hole in the walls it's not always it's it, you know it's not always the cleanest but um, but i love hole in the walls because the food is usually really really good so there was kind of that debate going in my head but then i saw that the line for that hut for that little tiny little restaurant was i mean it just went around the building it just went out of the door and around one corner, around another corner, and around the third corner. And we were like, what is going on? Like, is this just all of, are these just all of the people who just went swimming and then they're just hungry? Um, or is there something more to this? So we kind of looked them up a little bit and uh, and we found out that they are actually one of the top, uh, you know, best rated and just one of the most amazing places to eat when you're looking for um, a bowl of something hot in town not just in town but actually in that in that island so it was we were like okay sure yeah we'll wait a little bit more now keep in mind we could have kept driven (laughs) we could have kept driven and and find something else that might be a little bit faster but because now we know that this place is Um, You know, lots of people who really care about them, but also, as it turns out, happens to serve really great um, a bowl of noodles. We were like, Yeah, sure, we'll wait. And I can't remember how much longer we waited. We probably waited another hour. Again, we could have gotten something else to eat because we were there. We were that hungry, but we didn't. We stayed there. We got admitted, and it was just this humble little shack. And, um, you know, there's not a lot of bells and whistles, but they packed all of the kind of the tables were close to each other. And there's like this vibe and this energy inside of it It was amazing. It was just like watching people have their bowls come out. we, We got even more hungry, even more interested. And as somebody as our server came to us with our orders, finally, we were about to dive in and we were like, oh my goodness, this could possibly be the best thing ever. Now, I don't think they put any kind of special ingredients, anything that was completely out of the ordinary, right? Some secret sauce that's protected and nobody can talk about. I don't think that's the case at all, because it seemed simple enough. However, the reason why we loved it so much was because they we're serving the right people. Specifically, people who are just hanging out, swimming and jumping off that waterfall next door. Very specific. They're not serving the town next door. They're not serving the town, you know, two towns over. Not at all. They're serving just those specific people. That's one. And because they know that those specific people will be hungry right and what they would want it's something nourishing something fulfilling and and just delicious they know exactly what they serve they they know exactly where actually they know that it doesn't have to be this big expensive Uh, you know, a restaurant that's huge, they're like, you know what, I think something small is fine, and it will do just fine. And it cuts some of our expenses too. Um, Because really, they're not looking for fine dining, they're really looking just for a satisfying nourishment, right? Um, that's quick. That is uh, very, very fulfilling and really just kind of this amazing comfort food. So they know exactly—not just the people that they're serving—they know exactly where they should be serving it. Yeah, right next door to the to the uh, the source, right? <laughs> right next door to where everyone else is. Everyone is already swimming, and also in a small hut, right? Um, and uh, and then last but certainly not the least, they're. Um, how, you know, what it is that they're serving, they didn't then go on to create this like a 100 page menu, they go, you know what, it's just going to this one page with five different dishes and five different types of noodle bowls that you can serve, and have them just dive in. So this is such a crucial, crucial point, it saves you not only time, saves you money, right? it doesn't mean that you have to get all of the best places and all of the best best tools, apps, technology, everything. As it turns out, no. Because if you know exactly who your people are, where they are, and what they might want, it all becomes so much clearer. So if you are, maybe maybe you're creating a program, right? And you're teaching other people to um, speak in public, right? Public speaking, for instance. Now, perhaps the question to narrow things down is, okay, well, who are these people? Are these working professionals who are mid-level perhaps, already five, 10 years within their, uh, their career? Or are they just starting out newly grads who are just wanting to kind of stand out in their workplace, right? And because they want different things, those two groups will want different things. Same thing with if you are serving people in the outdoor industry who are, you know, who are maybe looking for not just utility, you know, they don't want to just have the right gears and the right um, tour packages, perhaps it's a length of time that they're looking for right i don't know of course i'm just spitballing i'm not an expert in those spaces but these are just kind of brainstorming if they come to you because they're looking for peace they're looking for quiet and they're looking for reprieve and escape from their busy crazy hectic life perhaps like a like a high octane adventure package where you're all stressed out and adrenaline rush is not it you know, and perhaps the search isn't necessarily to um, to people who are already outdoors, right? And perhaps the search for where people who you're serving is looking for those people who are um, not yet outdoors. And this is just a refreshed, perspective and look into oh wow, this is actually this can actually really change, change things and really can help me um, take a moment to retreat, right? So many different ideas. And of course these are all I'm not saying that you have to do them this way or that, but from the perspective of framework, this is absolutely something that you can start people plays and things. Now of course this is just the the tip of the iceberg, right? And tip of the iceberg is what, like 10%, 20% or whatever of the entire story of the entire framework. So if you're looking to find a way to really find your people and figure out, okay, where exactly they're hanging out, there's so much more to cover. And I do cover this And in this podcast episodes, uh, downloadable free PDF that you can check out in the show notes. So definitely download it if you want to know more about a where to find your people, how to find them, when to find them, because there are different times of the day when it's better, different times of the week, month, perhaps even a year. Um, when it's a good time for you to find them, right, and how do you exactly do that when you are perhaps you feel like you're a no name that nobody knows about you just yet um, and start earning um, with a with the bang from the get go and start earning handsomely so that you can continue to do the meaningful work that you're set out to do so if that is a curiosity of yours, go ahead to the show notes, download the free guide because it will get you started so so much more to unpack. I'm so thrilled that we get to talk about this um, and so much more. Be sure to tune into the next uh, week's growth amplifiers episode, we're going to expand upon this some more um, with extra juicy techniques that you can immediately apply um, in a high level way so that you can stand out even if you're small, uh, or you feel small. So before we go, don't forget to hit that follow and subscribe button you guys make today not just a good week, make it a great week.